Yesterday I was reading and I came across a Bible verse, a couple Bible verses that we're going to look at this morning and we're going to stay dealing with integrity. Uh, it is my prayer and my hope that we all realize that these messages are to empower and to uh, share and encouragement to help you stay motivated. You hear? help you stay motivated. Sometimes you go through the day and you just have so much coming at you, so many things that hit your mind, so many things that bounce off your heart. And I just want to be of encouragement to you and share these uh, little nuggets with you to help shift your day. Baby, that's the only reason why you tuned in, ain't it? Because it's the morning shift. That's what it's for. Listen, First Peter, First Peter verse uh, chapter 3, verse 16 reads this. And I'm reading from the New International Version. Listen, First Peter chapter number 3, verse 16 says, Keeping a clear conscience. So that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Keeping a clear conscience. Good morning. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Listen, this is some good stuff right here. You can't beat this with a stick. You can't beat it with a stick. This is good. 1 Peter 3 and 16. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. 1 Peter 3 and 16. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. I mean, you cannot get any better than this. Everybody, I want everybody on this line, everybody under the sound of my voice to make sure you hear the first four words of this verse. Go back and read it later on in your own time here. But 1 Peter 3 and 16, the first four words says, keeping a clear conscience. That means you got to make sure with dealing with integrity, when you're keeping a clear conscience, that just means that you don't have any guilt resting in your heart. You don't have any guilt resting on your shoulders about living the good life, living life the right way, living life, minding your own business in your own lane. All of us need to make sure that at the end of every single day, as a matter of fact, every hour, you need to make sure you go back and check the preceding hours and see if there was anything that you did wrong. Anything that you may have said wrong in that last 60 minutes. And if at the end of that hour and then at the end of the day, you can go back and you've, you've done everything the best you could. And maybe you may have said something to, uh, you know, offend those who are offended or easily offended or whatever. But at the end of the day, you make sure you keep a clear conscience. You understand what I'm saying? There are some things that you got to make sure, hey, I went through the day. I did what I was supposed to have to do. I didn't, I didn't come against anybody. I wasn't talking about anybody. I didn't mistreat anybody. I didn't mishandle anybody. But so many of us at the end of the hour, mm-hmm, so many of us at the end of the hour and at the end of the day, we don't have a clear conscience. If, if, if you have any type of conscience, it's going to bother you when you even have the remote feeling that you have hurt somebody. And so many of the problems that we run into 
And I'm talking about all this. We we do wrong. We talk to people any kind of way. We mishandle people. We mistreat people. And at the end of the day, we go home and lay down like we ain't done nothing. Like we have not done anything wrong. That is a problem. If you, listen, no, not one of us should be to the point where our conscience never condemns us or never bothers us. There's a difference between having no conscience and then having a clear conscience. A clear conscience means I'm very clear on what's going on in my head. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to it. I'm vigilant. I'm understanding. I, I'm going to allow myself to travel through time to see if I did it the right way. Because not all the time do we do it the right way. But we have to make sure that we have a clear conscience about things. There are so many people who can do you wrong, child. They can say anything to you, honey. And it don't even bother them. They go home and they walk away or they go on through their life like they ain't done nothing wrong. Yo, yo, you broken, you hurt, and they like, oh, well. But all of us, people of integrity, listen at me, people with integrity, always make sure that we evaluate our conduct. We evaluate our behavior. We evaluate our speech. People, listen, people with integrity, people with integrity, we make sure, we analyze. Remember I told you on yesterday when we were dealing with integrity, I said we think ahead of the game. People with integrity think before they speak. People with integrity thinks before they speak. And we make sure, we have to make sure that we analyze and we run through things in our head. And just because, listen at me people, just because it sounds right to you, just because it sounds right to you, doesn't mean that it's going to come out right. You have to not only think about what you're going to say, but then you got to think about the crowd or your audience or the person that you're speaking to. Now, I understand some people got soft skin. I understand everybody ain't thick coated like you. You know, some of you on here, some of you, you're thick coated. You don't get emotional about nothing. Really, nothing don't bother you. And it's good to have that Tevlar mentality. You know what I'm saying? That Kevlar, Tevlar mentality where it just bounce off you. You good, you Gucci. But whenever you're talking about uh, building influence, building positive influence, you have to think before you speak. Think before you speak and evaluate how can I say this the right way. So listen, the rest of the verse now, we talked about it, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak, maliciously against you speak maliciously against you against your good behavior may be ashamed of their slander slander is when you are going around saying something about somebody that ain't right that's not true that's why you got to be careful because a lot of people know about people that you don't know. People are connected to people that you don't know about. So whenever you have a clear conscience about what you say and what you do, can't nobody go back and, and, and spread all this malice, this, um, uh, 
this uh, evil thoughts and these evil um, have these evil conversations about you and what you've done because they're gonna have to be they're gonna be shamed. I, you know, you got to get it to where you love to make people shame in the sense of if they going out and they lying on me, if they're going out and they ain't telling the truth, they're going to be made ashamed because the person who they talking to going to know what my behavior is, going, is going to know what my language is. They'll be like, uh-uh, that don't sound like Smith. Uh-uh, that don't sound like such and such. No, that don't sound like him. You know, there comes a time when, you know, a lot of people will uh, forget that your reach is longer than your arms. So you have to make sure, now you got to make sure that you ain't just running your mouth about everybody to just anybody. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to make sure you keep a clear conscience. Keep a clear conscience. Do, Do right by everybody. You understand? Do right by everybody. When we do right by people, we don't have to worry about our names getting caught up and stuff. I'm talking about when we are people of integrity, we keep a clear conscience. We keep a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against our good behavior can be ashamed that they going around and telling those stories on us. Let me just be honest, telling lies on us. And we talked about a person of integrity. We talked about this some last week. A person of integrity does not have to lie on someone else in order to have a good name. I'm sorry. If I ain't got no good name by what I do, I ain't got no business running out, try, telling lies on people. Morning B, telling lies on people, trying to make myself look good. No, a person with integrity, remember, it's the quality of being honest. Stop lying on folks. Stop making up stuff. You have to keep a clear conscience. First Peter, first Peter 3 and 16. Keep a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior, not your bad, if people are talking about your bad behavior, that's something that needs to be talked about. Good morning, Valerie. That's something that needs to be discussed. But one of the problems that we find ourselves in is we're talking about people's bad behavior to everybody except for the person who exhibited the bad behavior. If you have a problem with me, come to me. The Bible even talks about that. So whenever you have a fault or an ought against your brothers and your sisters, then you go to them alone. Go to them first. Then if they don't receive you, you bring somebody else in, not bringing somebody else in to tag team on, on you, you know, your scandal or your slander or your bad behavior and your discord, but to come through as a witness that you're trying to resolve this problem. It says, whenever you have good behavior, ain't, you ain't got to argue. First Peter 3.16 says, you got to make sure you keep a clear conscience. And if, if you are a person of integrity, if you have done something wrong, you ought not to be able to rest easy. You ought not to be able to lay your little head or your big head down on your fluffy pillow or your firm pillow and sleep all night, not toss and turn. But when you are a person of, but when you are, I'm sorry, when you are a person of integrity and you are a person of integrity, you done done people wrong. Or you done said.
said something wrong or you done lied on somebody and now everybody in uproar. Listen, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior, against your good behavior, stop trying to make all these people look bad when you've exhibited bad behavior. People, the Lord is not going the Lord is not going to allow you to keep on with your bad behavior and nobody say nothing. Now, if people are, are, are speaking the truth about your bad behavior, then they just speaking the truth about your bad behavior. Just go on and humble yourself and submit to the correction. And when we go to people, we got to go to them in love, but submit to the correction. Submit to what um, is a person with a clear conscience is trying to do. Listen, Proverbs 12 and 22, Proverbs 12 and 22 says, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. He detests lying lips. He don't like people who just go around telling lies. I don't care who you are. We, we got to learn to be people of character. We got to learn to be people of integrity that walk in integrity. All of us. All of us, we, the Bible, we talk about scriptures and stuff this morning, but the Bible talks that says we should shun the very appearance of evil when it don't even look right. You got to avoid it when it don't, when it don't even seem right. We have to avoid it. We got to get in our spirits. We got to get in our attitude. It has to become a part of the fibers of our being that we don't run to things Especially when it looks like it's a foul, a foul, F-O-U-L, when it looks foul. Shun the very appearance of evil. You don't want to do it. Because we, remember, we're trying to 1 Peter 3 and 16, we're trying to keep a clear conscience. It is my endeavor for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for this word. Thank you, Jesus, for this word that I, I want to have a clear conscience when I'm dealing with people. I want to have a clear conscience when I'm dealing with people. At the end of the day, I want to be able to rest knowing that I did the right thing. I want to know, and all of us should be able to say, I just want to know that I did the right thing. And I don't, if I'm doing the right thing now, I don't want to be judged by the wrong things that have been in my past. I, we got to get to the point where we stop doing that. I mean, oh my God, there's something, I'm telling you, it's something about, I, I, maybe it's because of where I've been in my life. Maybe it's because I realize, and I've, I've made this my testimony. I've made this my testimony, and I hope that you will be shifted by this as well this morning. I live like this. I am not so far from my past that I can't fall back into it. That means every day of my life, in every walk of my life, I don't want to think that I'm so much better than somebody else, that I don't have the propensity or the proclivity to fall back into who I was, to become who I was. I'm too close to my past to just think that I can't, I, I'm not human, that I can't fall back into that. And so whenever we get that mentality that, hey, you ain't too far from who you used to be either. And that's why I've, 
You, we have to, we have to endeavor to treat everybody. It goes back to the golden rule. You know, love thy neighbor as thyself. Treat people like you want to be treated. If you don't want to be held to who you used to be, don't hold people to who they used to be. Keeping a clear conscience. That means although somebody may have done it yesterday, if I forgave you yesterday, then I shouldn't be bringing it up today. Keeping a clear conscience, baby. I don't want to go to sleep with that stuff on my chest. Uh-uh, can't do it. I, I want to love everybody. Everybody deserves an opportunity to live a life free of their past. If I threw up everything about what I did, I'd be a mess, man. If I, if, if I, if you do people that all the, all the time just throwing up who they used to be and this, that, and the third, baby, you ain't too, you ain't so far from your yesterday that you can't fall back into it. You're not so far from your yesterday that you can't go back to it. None of us are that saved. None of us are that delivered that we're too good or we're too far gone from our past that it can't come up. The Bible even talks about that. It said, be tempted. Let no man be tempted lest he fall. Don't put yourself in a situation and don't think that you can't go back into it. Just like you got delivered from it, you can still go back. That's why they call it backsliding when you go backwards. So we got to make sure that we keep a clear conscience on how we treat people. You want me to treat you like you've changed? Treat me like I've changed. If you want me to treat you like you're better than who you used to be, then you got to turn around and give that same due regard to me. That's what I'm talking about with keeping a clear conscience. But listen, at Proverbs number 12 and number 22, Proverbs 12 and 22 says the Lord detests lying lips. He detests lying lips. That means he can't deal with people who are liars. When you going to let it go? Other, oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my goodness, what I'm about to say, what am I, what I am about to say, good morning, Derrica, what I'm about to say is going to set some folks free, what I'm about to say is going to set a lot of us free, listen at this. You need, I'm going to say we, we need to get other people's past out of our conscience. We need to get other people's past out of our conscience. Mm, 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 mm. You too busy having your conscience full of my past that you can't focus on your yesterday on your today and your tomorrow and your future you need to get other people's past out of your conscience when are you going to let it go people of integrity we know what to hold on to and we know what to let go of good morning pastor cynthia when are you going to see talk smith we got to get to the point where we don't focus. Come on through, Marcus, where we don't focus on everybody else's past, on what everybody else used to do. Because if, so, if you're dwelling 
on what they used to do and what people used to do. I'm talking about keeping a clear conscience. When we focus on what other people used to do, we can't focus on what we need to do. We ain't so far from our past that we cannot go back to it. Keeping a clear conscience. That's what he said. Keeping a clear conscience. We, we all got to make sure we keep a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously look against our good behavior may be ashamed of their slander. And I want to set the record straight. Keeping a clear conscience requires discipline. It requires discipline because it's so easy. It's so easy for us when we are undisciplined, when we are immature, to allow other things, to allow other things to cloud our focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, listen, I've learned this, people. I've learned this. I've learned this over my, my life of error. I've learned over my life of error that it is so easy it is so easy um, to get tied up in, in other people's lives. But our focus has to be on us. That clear conscience is about what you do. Your conscience needs to be about what you do. What you do. What have you done? Don't be judgmental of everybody else and you don't judge yourself. Because if you judge you, if you judge you and you deal with you and you focus on you, then you you don't have time to worry about other people. I want to I want to get I want to get the beam and the moat out of my eye. Before I try to help or try to point out something in somebody else's life. It's just enough to keep me right. Don't worry about having to keep other people right. Uh, Hebrews 13 and 18. Hebrews. Hebrews 13 and 18. Got about five minutes. Hebrews 13 and 18 says, pray for us. Us. That means it's more than one of us that's got this. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a good, clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. Remember, should be our prayer, should be our focus to have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably. And there are times, listen, when you, when we, um, when we judge ourselves, when we judge ourselves, we eliminate, listen, I got to tell you, this is twofold. When we judge ourselves, Andrew Hill, when we judge ourselves, we eliminate the need for other people to judge us. When we do it ourselves, we eliminate the need for other people to do it. When our conscience condemns us, it eliminates someone else from having to do it. The second part of this, Brandon, 
is that when we, when our conscience condemns us and we judge ourselves, we're, and, and we, we realize and understand that we were in error. We don't catch an attitude when somebody tells us something that we already know. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. But we find ourselves, I'm one of, I'm one, I'm a guilty party. We find ourselves getting upset and getting mad when people come to us and tell us about our behavior when it's something, oh my God, when it's something that we already know is true. Why are we getting mad with truth? You already know it's true because you've evaluated yourself. Remember, we're doing it every hour. People of integrity, we do it every hour. We go back, we reminisce, we go back and we we evaluate how we've done in the last hour. And how we've done in that last hour, if we know we said something wrong, we know we were trying to front and flies for the crowd. We know it. And our conscience should bother us. But we're, we're that breed of people. We don't like to be corrected. We don't. Oh, my God. We do not like to be corrected. Oh, my God. Oh, hello. Hello, anybody here? Am I still coming through? I think I'm still coming through. My voice little activation thing is going up and down. It's going up and down. Listen. I want to, I want, we got to evaluate ourselves. And deal with us. But at the same time, remember now, um, 1 Peter 3 and 16 says, keeping a clear conscience. Why? Why? Because we know that we've been acting in good behavior, not bad behavior, in good behavior. So that those who scandalize your name and speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ, they're going to be ashamed. You ought to be ashamed of yourself going around lying on people. You ought to be ashamed of yourself stirring up wrath and stirring up and causing all these problems. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know you didn't do right. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. It says it, 1 Peter 3 and 16. I'm reading it. Proverbs 12 and 22. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves when we lie against people's good behavior. If you got bad behavior, you should just say, you know what? I did wrong. Whatever happens, happens. I got to take it. Don't matter. That's what that's what 1 Peter 3 and 16 says. Let's go down and look. I'm talking about go down like y'all, we reading them in scriptures in church or something. Boy, I'm so churchy. Help me, Jesus. Uh, Psalms 41. Psalms 41, verse 11 and 12. Psalms 41, verse 11 and 12. This is what the writer is saying in Psalms 41. I know that you are pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. When your ways are pleasing with God, y'all ain't talking to me this morning. I feel like church right now. I feel like going to church. I feel like preaching right through here. This thing just got real to me. Hello. Listen, listen, listen. I know that you are pleased with me. This is what the writer is saying. For my enemy does not triumph over me. That I know God is pleased with me when everybody that's coming against me don't win. When everything 
everything that's trying to hinder me don't win. When everything trying to set me back ain't winning. I know the Lord is pleased with me. Because he don't let my enemies come on through here, Smith. Help me, Holy Ghost. Preach while you preaching. Because my enemies don't triumph over me. That's why I know I'm doing the right thing. Because God is not letting all of these uh, attacks, all of these arrows, all of these cannons, all of these bazookas. Uh, I know that he's pleased with me because everything that come up against me don't succeed. Oh, yeah. The, oh, come on through here. The Bible say no weapon. Come on through, Smith. That is formed against me. It's going to be formed, baby, but it won't prosper. You can try to knock me down, but it won't prosper. You can try to hold me back, but it won't prosper. You can try to tear me down, but it won't prosper. I know that the Lord is pleased with me because my enemies woo, don't triumph over me. Yes, sir. You want to know why it doesn't triumph over me? You want to know why we got to read verse 12? Because of my integrity. Oh, my God. Read it for yourselves. Psalms 41, verse 11 through 12. Psalms 41, verse 11 and 12. Don't just say my enemies don't triumph over me. Verse 12 says, because of my integrity, but not because of my bad behavior, not because of how much money I got, not because of how much tithes I give or how many seeds I sow. The reason why my enemies cannot triumph over me is because of my integrity. The Lord is going to uphold me when I'm doing the right thing and he's going to shut the mouth of everybody who is coming against me and my good behavior. No, you're not successful because you're not trying. You're not successful because the Lord is upholding me. Woo! Yes, sir. I got the victory, baby. I got the victory. I got the victory. I need somebody to shout, I got the victory. I don't care what's going on in my life. I got the victory. I don't care who's coming against me. I got the victory. I don't care who's lying on me. I got the victory. I don't have to fight back because my ways are pleasing God. And the Bible also say, come on through here, Smith. If a man's ways please God, he'll make even his enemies be at peace with him. I got the victory. I felt like Run it! Woo! Yeah! Slow your roll, girl. They're going to think you crazy. I got the victory. I have the victory for all y'all English majors that are on here. I have the victory. But whenever you know that the Lord has done some great things for you, and you know you've been going through hell, and you've been taking blows from left and right, you don't worry about grandma. You be like, I got the victory. I got the victory. No weapon that's formed against me. No tongue that rise up against me is going to be successful because I walk in integrity. Woo! Where you at, people of God? Where you at? I got the victory. I don't care what it looks like you need to go through this day saying, I got the victory. I have integrity, so I got the victory. I'm not going to retaliate. I'm not going to try to seek revenge. I'm not going to try to recruit folks to be on my side, baby. I got the victory because I'm living right. I have the victory because my ways are pleasing God. You just give it some time. Give it some time. They're going to realize that that 
can't win. Oh my God. There was a time that they could win, but this time they can't win. This time they can't do it. This time they can't beat you. This time they can't defeat you. This time they can't fight. They can't fight and win. No, 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 not now. I'm living right now. I'm doing right now. I got myself together now. Woo! I got myself together now so I can't lose. I'm walking in integrity every day. I'm walking in integrity every moment, every hour. I'm judging myself. In this season, I ain't losing. Woo! Somebody say, I ain't losing this year. I'm not losing. I've come too far to lose. I done finally got myself together now. I'm not losing. Woo! I can't lose, baby. Oh my, I got the victory. I got the victory because I walk in integrity and the Lord is going to uphold me. Come on through here. Woo. Yeah, that's that horn blowing, baby. Hey, Woo! the shift in the neighborhood. It's in the neighborhood, baby. I ain't losing. I am not losing. I am not losing this year. I done lost enough. I'm not losing another thing. I've lost enough. I'm not losing. Not nothing else. I've lost houses. I've lost cars. I've lost friends. I've lost family members. But this year, I'm not losing. I'm not losing nothing that God has set for me. I'm not losing anything that he has prepared for me and destined for me and purpose for me. I am not losing. I'm going to walk in victory. Cause I got it, I got it, I got it. Woo! Woo! Hey! Come on through, Smith. Yeah, girl. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on through here, somebody. I got the victory. Cause I'm a walking in integrity. I am walking in integrity. And when you walk in integrity, wait a minute. You ain't got to do nothing about the people who slander your name. They're going to be ashamed anyway. They are going to be ashamed anyway because the Bible said it. The Bible said it. Keeping a clear conscience so that when people maliciously speak against your good behavior in Christ, they will be ashamed of their slander. I'm not losing this year. I'm not losing this year. Victory is all over you. Victory is all over you. If you're listening right now, if you're tuned in right now, I want to encourage you that victory is all over you. Victory is yours. It belongs to you. You keep walking in integrity. Don't you lower your standards. Don't you compromise. Don't you be a busybody. Not this year, not now. You cannot afford to let anything or anybody interrupt what God is doing. Don't let anything anybody interrupt your victory. Don't let anyone interrupt your winning life, your winning season. Don't you let anybody do it. You are the only person who can give victory to the devil. You are the only person who can give up your victory. You got to hold on to it. Yeah, you got to hold on to it, baby. They can't win because you walking in integrity. Oh, I don't care how much they come against you on your job. You keep walking in integrity, baby. You keep holding your head up. You keep walking strong. You keep walking tall. You ain't got to fight back. You don't have to talk back. You don't have to snap back. You don't have to clap back. You don't have to recruit friends. You don't have to recruit an army. You already got the victory because you are walking in integrity and soon they are going to be ashamed of how they've been lying on you. Hello. 
The Lord detests liars, detests lying lips. Proverbs 12 and 22, he detests lying lips. Hey, they're going to ask you today, what's wrong with you? Just say, I got the victory. Don't, don't even have no long dialogue because you're going to go through the rest of the day happy. You're going to go through the rest of the day encouraged. You're going to go through the rest of the day empowered. I need somebody to talk to me. And when they ask you, hey, what's going on with you today? I got the victory. Yes, I do. I got the victory. I know your pocketbook don't say it, but you got the victory. Your wallet might be screaming something else, but you got the victory. I need somebody to shout, I got it, and I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to let you interrupt my victory. And you're, you're not going to interrupt my excitement and my joy about my victory. I know this is somebody's word today. I am, I'm, I'm encouraged. I got the victory. Y'all done got me all happy. Woo! Yeah, I'm telling you, that Psalms 41 did that thing this day, didn't it? Lord, yes, your word has accomplished what it was sent out to do. Shift, 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 shift. Hey, baby, ain't nothing like the morning shift. Remember, you like it, you love it, make sure you share it. Tag a neighbor, tag a friend, tag a family member. Go on and put it out there. Go on, hashtag it with something. Psalms 41, I know that you are pleased with me because, y'all, for my enemy does not triumph over me. You know what? You know what? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to pray, and I'm going to go. You know what? Victory look good on you. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> hey! Woo! Woo! You know what? Victory look good on you. Hey! <laughs> oh, girl, you just think you look good. Thank you, baby. It's victory. What you wearing, victory? Oh, girl, what you... <laughs> victory. Victory look good on you. Mm-hmm. You deserve to win. All the losses you done took in your life, you deserve to win. Let me encourage you. All the stuff you lost in your life, all the losses you have taken in your life, all the setbacks you done had in your life, all the disappointments you done had in your life. Phil, Phil Corbett, let me talk to you right now, brother. Everything that the Lord is doing in your life, you deserve it. All the losses you've taken, man, you deserve it. Enjoy your winning season. Enjoy this season of victory. Enjoy this moment of victory. Everybody on here. You ain't got to explain to nobody what God is doing for you and in your life. No, you don't. <clears throat> you deserve it, man. You absolutely deserve it. And the journey has been hard and difficult for you. It's been difficult for you. It's been hard. Nobody don't know. Nobody don't know the struggle that you've been in this last year. The struggle emotionally. The struggle psychologically. I'm talking to you, Phil. But I'm telling you. You keep moving, brother. You keep going forward. You keep pushing. You keep fighting. You deserve this season of victory that you're walking in. 
You deserve it. <laughs> and everybody else listening, you deserve it. You deserve it. If people only knew, I'm getting out of here, but I need to encourage you right now. I feel like this is an altar call right now. If, if, if people only knew, if people only knew the hell you have gone through in your life, if people only knew how hard it has been for you, if people only knew how you struggle to keep your head above water, they wouldn't put their mouths on this season of your life, this time of your life. If they only knew, be happy about what's happening for you. Rejoice because of what's happening for you. And there are some people who know and don't care. And it's okay. You just keep walking and moving through your season, your victory. Move through the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Keep pushing. Keep striving. Keep walking in integrity. If you, listen, if you want to silence your enemies, if you want to shut the mouths of people who are coming against you, keep walking in integrity. That's what pleases God. If you go back to first, first Peter, first Peter three, and when you go to verse 16, if you will read the very I mean, the very, if you read the very, sorry, everything beeping. If you read the very next verse, if you read 1 Peter 3 and 17, it says something very, very important. It says something very important. It is okay. I want you to know this. <clears throat> it is okay. For you to suffer. It's better. To suffer for doing good. Than it is for evil. If it's God's will. To suffer for doing good. Than for doing evil. Keep pushing. You got it. It's your season. You got victory. Hang in there. Hang on in there people. Hang on in there. Listen. You've been tuning into the morning shift where ain't nothing like it, baby. Ain't nothing like the morning shift. I need everybody. Somebody mentioned it earlier. I need everybody to get your offering in your hand. And that is your index finger. And I need you to make sure you get ready to sow a seed. I need you to get ready to sow a seed. I need you to use your index finger. Get your offering in your hand. And I need you to press this share button. And today, today, today alone, remember, you know, I, but today I'm going to tell you what to sow. I need for every person that's on here and don't mind doing this. I need you to make sure that you share this and tag seven of your family members. Seven. Seven of your family members in this. Seven of your family members. 
And listen, I hear this so uh, I hear this so loud in my ear. I gotta go, but I'm I'm ooh, I'm shook up. I gotta go, but I'm shook up. But I need you to share this with seven of your family members. Tag them, not share it seven times, but tag seven of your family members in. But listen, I need I, it was in my spirit on Sunday, um uh during the altar call on Sunday, and I hear it so plain today. Hang in there. Hang in there. I don't care what it is that you're going through or how difficult it is for you right now. When you know, listen, when you really receive, there are too many people that hear the word that don't receive it and apply it and, and, and act like it's yours. I need you to make sure that you hang in there. That you hang in there. Hang in there. You may not see it now, but victory is in your life. Victory is in your life. It's on you. It has been spoken and you have received it. You have victory. Hang in there. Hang in there until it manifests itself in your life. Hang in there. Don't let anybody interrupt what's happening for you. Don't let anybody discourage what you're doing, the right good behavior that you're living. Don't let anybody interrupt it. Don't allow anybody. I'm talking about anybody, nobody, nobody. Don't let anybody interrupt what you're feeling now, what you, how, how empowered you are, how encouraged you are. Don't let anybody interrupt that. Your enemies can't win. It can, the enemy cannot win, cannot win when you walk in integrity. That's what Psalms 41 and 11 told us. You heard it, right? You believe it, right? My enemies cannot triumph over me. You want to know? Because I walk in integrity and that's why the Lord is upholding me. You got to hang in there. If it ain't changing for you, you need to you need to get at me. Remember, we all have emotional accountability partners. We do. That's what we do. You got to change something about you if things about your life ain't changing like you want it to. Something has to change about you. But you got to hang in there until you can figure that out because you got victory. It's all over you. It's in your life. Don't let, don't let anyone interrupt that. You hear me? I need everybody to get that. So anyway, dear God, we thank you for who you are. Thank you for the today. Thank you for this wonderful Wednesday, this witnessing Wednesday. Thank you for everything that you uh, have spoken and said on this morning. I pray that it has not only touched the ears of your people, but it has touched our hearts, our spirits, and our souls. I pray that you would continue to empower us, to continue to encourage us to live our best days, to live our lives as though this were it. I pray right now that you uphold us all in our victory, that you remain true to your word concerning those who walk in integrity. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for protecting us and giving us the wisdom and the knowledge of how to win this battle in silence. How to win this battle in silence.
Help us to keep a clear conscience. Help us to keep a clear conscience because of our good behavior. And I pray that you will continue to do what you do in the lives of your people. Send another testimony through. Send another experience through. Make an example of another miracle out of us. We thank you. We love you. We appreciate you for the morning shift. Thank you for giving us this chance and this opportunity. Listen, people. Oh, in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, baby, ain't nothing like the morning shift. Ain't nothing like the morning shift. Remember, if you like it, you love it, make sure you share it. Seven people, seven family people, seven folks. Make sure you share it with them. Tag them in this message. Make sure you share it. Remember, we show up Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, seven-ish. So I'll be back here tomorrow, the Lord's willing. Same bat time, same bat channel. Listen, I need you to mark this day on your calendar. April 14th at 5 p.m., the morning shift is going live in collaboration with my nonprofit organization. It's a nonprofit organization. It's all about healing, empowerment, and restoration. April 14th. At 5 p.m., make sure you lock it down. You are not going to want to miss the morning shift going live. Listen, stay tuned to my page. Got some important announcements to make. You'll find them. Make sure you tag in when you can tag in. Drop in when you can drop in. Pray for me when you can pray, which is all the time. Thank you for everybody tuning in. I love y'all. Thank y'all for making this what it is. Wouldn't be nothing if I didn't have you. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, uh, uh. The day is beginning. There's so much to do. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Hey, let me throw another one in on you. This one, we're going to close it out the ship on. Close out the ship. I, 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 I got the victory, and the devil is under my feet. Hey, come on. I, 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 I got the victory, and the devil is under my feet. Come on, you choir. V-I-C-T-O-R.